Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Down the block, Andrew Gunn. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle has won. Uh, let's get into it. The Raiders. I say this out of like respect, massive respect, but huge overachievers this year. I thought that the fact that Jackie Wyden had such a quiet year and they still somehow, some way, were a couple minutes away from making the second week of the finals is actually a joke. Like how they managed to do that is incredible. And the, with the Raiders, it's the culture's right, the roster and the forwards are right. They just need one or two key recruits and all of a sudden they're right up there. And that's – it's a negative but it's also a positive. So the Raiders, I would say, is a good solid year when it comes to culture and showing you know how much you care about the jersey and how much you care about the club. It's honestly almost an A for me when it comes to that thing, that specifically of playing for the jersey. It's honestly almost an A. Timmy, we'll go to you first, mate. Raiders. Mate, for, for the large part of the year, our spine we're running out with was – Sebastian, Chris, uh, either Jack White or Matt Frawley. When it got to the business end of the season, Matt Frawley was the preferred 5'8". Jamal Fogarty and uh, Wolford. And it's like you look at that and go, this team is going to go on and play finals football and be within an inch of going to week two of the finals. And I'm so proud of them. I thought they had a great, great year. They showed so much ticker. I think to credit to Ricky who for getting them into finals football again. Um, of course, you want to go as deep as you can, but there can only be one winner every year. And their teams, we've just spoken about a ton of teams who have underwhelmed this year. And I think the Raiders played finals football, football and yeah, very, very pleased with them. Yeah. And I, I think that it really summed up a lot where Ricky Stewart was giving Jackie White and raps and he literally said he was only playing six because we needed him to. He's a center. It doesn't sum up, I guess, where they are as a club what they're willing to do for each other, I don't know what does. Like, it's – yeah, I'm a real, real fan of what the Raiders have managed to achieve this year. Christ, they're going to miss Jack. Yeah. Big. Even like – like I, I think, as you said, mate, like just as a person around the club, he's just going to be yeah. so 
so important to the culture there. Yes, just, yeah. People say, oh, yeah, culture. He's played off a few times off the field, mate. He's, he's such a legend of a bloke. The boys love him there. He's been with the Raiders since he was about 15, 16 yeah. years old. He's come through every single grade with him. Such a big part of the fabric of that club. So, yeah, that, you're right, Guru. They'll as much off the field missed than on. And he just epitomises, you know, that tough country kid. Mm. Might not have the most talent in the world, but he's just tough as nails and he's the last bloke that you want to come up against. I I got so much time for Jack Whiten as a Canberra Raider, and it's going to be a very hard hole to fill. I'm I'm not sure how you're going to still, do it. To be honest, still waiting for the uh, the signing to come. Jack been waiting for a long time. He's got a million dollars in the cap. Where's it going? And still waiting, but yeah, yeah. I think we'll, we'll talk about it more in the preview because I I've definitely thought about that quite a bit. In regards to the review, is Ezra Man the answer? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, sir. <laughs> I was Did actually—I saw, saw pictures of him um, having a coffee with Ricky Stewart last week. Do you boys want to blaspheme in the macro of rugby league? Is that what you want to do? Come the greatest remember when he scored that third try, his heart was burnt into the the DNA of the Brisbane Broncos. He's not going anywhere. No, and yeah, when, when I spoke sco- to him, when he scored that third try, he's just gone. Yes, yeah, so I've just doubled my contract. No, no, no. <laughs> when I spoke to him, he said, "Kempy, I would play for a dollar." That's what he said to me. That's how much I love this club. I can play for two dollars at Canberra. No, nah, he said a dollar though. He said dollar. dollar said Kempy, dollar's good. I play for the love of the game. That's what he said. So don't sign anywhere else, man, because I'll hold that. When's your off contract? I tell you what, if you are as man, I mean, we'll get to it. But mm. <laughs> what do you reckon he's going to get on an open market if he goes? I, I answer that pre-grand final yeah. and post-grand post-grand final. final. Dally M six. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. All right. Just uh, just while, while you're on the like the Raiders culture, like would you say that there's not many people in the world that's more passionate about New South Wales than Ricky Stewart? Yes. Ricky Stewart's reportedly just taken himself out of contention to be the Blues coach because of the Raiders' youthful roster and departing experience. That's what Love he wants that. to do for the club. Yeah. And that's Please why, like, me. with Ricky, even though sometimes I'm like, bruh, like I fully disagree <laughs> with what he's saying, like, what? But... Because he is so passionate through and through, you almost allow things that almost don't seem to fit reality. Like, it, well, not reality, that's disrespectful, but he is so one-eyed, one-eyed Raiders that you go, you know what? I would kill to have a coach that would love the club as much as he does. So, and I, I feel like we do at the Brisbane, but you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like he is so passionate about the Raiders. That's why I think he's going to be in the job for quite a long time because he lives and breathes it. So he has pulled out of New South Wales contention? Yeah, um, uh, bas- basically v- very heavily reported that he is, yeah. Kempi, I'm getting dangerously close to this job. <laughs> do you want, let's start an agenda. I know, let's I'll do push it. push Guru. Okay, just so he's nowhere. There's going to be no one left soon. Guys, let's start an agenda. Bloke community, tag underneath New South Wales blue, oh. <laughs> Guru for coach. <laughs> Tag my new Instagram, SC Playbook One. <laughs> <laughs> and me and Maddie locked into your advisors, or <laughs> yes, definitely. Yeah, okay, and then sweet. we need to come up with a plan about knifing your competition. So start saying things like, you know, let's just say Ricky was still, mm. you know, we not need to start pushing agendas of like, does he even care about the Raiders if he's going <laughs> to go to New South Wales and do all that kind of stuff and pretend like that we're not actually pushing agendas. We're just, you know, we're just asking questions. If only, if only you had a scumbag former journalist on your future <laughs> Oh, I'm just asking a question, man. I'm just asking a question. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. You're just asking the question. You're just really inquisitive. Like my thought is that Craig Bellamy's overrated. So is Ivan Cleary and Guru, Guru's never let me down. So 
True. Hey, hey, we've got to look. Belly aches last run and, you know. Yeah. He's lost more games. He's lost more games as a New South Wales coach than you I'm have. I'm still undefeated. No one talks about that. <laughs> no one does bring that up. No one does bring that up. Um, okay, let's talk about some players. A guy that sticks out for me massively is Sebastian Chris. He was so good for you guys. He had no right to be as solid as he was for you guys at the back there. Um, he's clearly an out-and-out centre. And I think the first game he moved back to centre, I think he made it team of the week. Like, mm. he killed it. And he played half a game until he got injured. Yeah. He? yeah. Um, he just really represented, you know, what they're about. The fact that he went back to fullback and played the way he did for as long as he did and kept you guys in the fight, I just thought he was outstanding this year for you boys. And I just love the way that Ricky spoke about him after each game. You know, the questions kept coming because he's a little bit unorthodox. He does things a little bit strange. And Ricky just kept saying, man, he goes hard, yeah. runs hard, yeah. just has a crack. That's all I need. Isn't it like, I know we, we speak about it so, so much, but far out you can go a long way with a player that just believes in you yeah, yeah. and a coach that believes in you. Far out. You look at the Dolphins with Wayne Bennett. Um, who stood out for you? Jimmy? Uh, Corey Horsberg. And oh, rewarded with... Big red. Rewarded with uh, an origin call-up. Just big minutes all year. And we sort of waited for the majority of the year uh, Ricky tends to, with his strike forwards, build minutes into them through the middle period of the year and into the back end of the year in particular. And we thought that'd be Joe Tarpany. And it was such a, a sign of Ricky's respect for Big Red. It was Corey Horsburgh who got those big minutes yeah. and delivered. Like he's a he's a big boy by name, as we know, and nature. But he just delivered. Like big minutes. He strong carries. He's a terrific offload on him. About passion, like loves yeah. the club, mm. loves the boys around him, uh, and and when we look at someone like losing Jackie White in terms of culture, a bloke like Big Red is hopefully going to be stored at club for a long time. And they've also again don't get too previewy, but re-signed recently Hudson Young, Corey Hallsborough, so the club's in a, in a decent place. Another guy I want to shout out in a year of you know front rowers getting all the accolades, I thought Tarpenair was outstanding again this year. And he has such a unique approach to the front row. I, don't, I really don't think... And it's, it's like every front rower. Like, Haas doesn't play like Fenua Blake. Fenua Blake doesn't play like Liotta. And Tarpanir is, is similar. Like, no one really plays like Tarpanir. Like, he almost switches gears. Like, some parts of the game, he's just up the guts, tackle breaker. And then sometimes we go, oh, we need a bit of flair here. We need a bit... So he crabs across field, has the offload, has a bit of ball playing. Then he's got the footwork. Then he's got the massive hits in defence. I mean... The hit on Reese Walsh was hilarious. Um, <laughs> I thought Tarpany was outstanding. Outstanding. I, I love when he gets into that scampering mode where mm. he starts crabbing across field, just fending, fending, and waiting for half a gap, and then he just takes off. Yeah. It's when he's at his most dangerous. Yeah. I, and again, it's, it's in a side that he almost has to be creative because yeah, he does. it just doesn't really have that creative of a spine um, you know, to put him in positions to, do, to break the line or whatever. Mm. I feel like over the last few years, uh, Papali'i and uh, Tapanay really took Corey Horsburgh under their wing. Mm. Now he's ready to go. Ata Mariota feels like the one to me that he's mm. going to be the one next year that really yeah. pops off. And, you know, he might not get the opportunity to play like 50, 60 minutes in games. But, jeez, he looks like he looks like Papali'i when he first started. To Mate, me. I swear to God, when he, they were playing the Knights when I'd stopped thinking and stopped concentrating and he ran the ball and played it, I felt like I was watching Papa yeah, exactly like him, yeah. Um, another guy I was really impressed with, he had, didn't get to play that many games this year, but I actually thought Trey Mooney in that finals game was really good, really good. Made the uh, New South Wales Cup team of the year. 
in the back row. Jeez, um, that's good signs. Yeah. It was interesting. I remember in the preseason, you know, we are talking about that jersey 17 for the Raiders and it looked like it was going to be Atamariota or Trey Mooney. I think it took both of them quite a bit of time to get into that side properly. But um, well, He was my Smokey for the 13 jersey because you didn't have a 13 really mm-hmm. at that stage yeah. and we thought Tarpanir was a front rower. Isn't that funny? I remember back to the preseason when you first came in and said, I reckon Corey could play there. We yeah. Both went. Oh, yeah. Really? No yeah. ball playing. And we're so used to these. Great- forward, 10 weeks later, he's almost my favourite 13 in rugby league. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, another shout out to Josh Papali'i. I just think that he's almost that old warrior that, you know, his best is past him, but he still can find a way to impact games. But also, the impact he has had on this club when it comes to the young forwards coming through it might be close to some of the most impact we've seen on forwards. Like, I can't remember a time where... Well, I can. Like, you go back to Webby and all that kind of stuff. But a time where it is so, so clear that a front rower has taken another front rower under his wing and moulded that front rower into... an in, Like, for example, Tarpanair, four or five years ago, no one saw this kind of level of football coming. No one saw it coming. We knew he was good, he was talented, but, I mean, he was nearly going to leave the club. That's how... And then he gets under Papali's wing... And he turns into, week in, week out, one of the best front rows in the comp. And I just think that that can't be left unnoticed, what Papali has done when it comes to off the field in developing these young front rowers. It's an interesting one, like, it keeps coming back to mind since you mentioned just culture and the impact of players to the club. And it's... Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. It's, it's getting close to a transition period for the Raiders, not in a rebuild type of sense, but in stalwarts of the club who have been a part of it a long time. Jared Croker retires this year. Jack Whiten has, is gone next year. Uh, Josh Papali'i, you know, maybe at a season or two left of him. These blokes have been the fabric of the Cam Raiders for a long time. So, and to have them for so long... And someone like Big Papa, who's moulded the next gen of Raiders leaders, particularly in the forward pack, like Corey Horsburgh, mm. like Joe Tarpany, when they do move on, leaving in a good place. Yeah, absolutely. And I think they don't get enough credit, Croker, Papali'i, um, Jackie Whiten, for before these young guys came in, you guys were so inconsistent. Like mm. one year it was like fifth or sixth, the next yeah. year it was like fucking 13th or 14th. Whereas it's been a few years now where you've been either finals footy. If you're not finals footy, it's usually like ninth, 10th, like quite consistently in that 10 to fifth bracket. And I think that that's something to be proud pretty of. Pretty well finals every year from yeah. sort of 2016 or 17. Which yeah. is pretty and, – and, and I don't think that because they're not these huge – I mean, Papali is a big name, but because they aren't in a Sydney club, these huge superstars, they're not going to get appreciation for the legacy they've left. But they really did change that club from, you know, a – almost a bottom eight side that sometimes made the eight yeah. to a top eight side that every now and then they might just finish nine. So even going back to 2004, it was finals, not finals, finals, not finals, finals, not finals, finals, not finals for a couple of years, prelim, not finals for a couple of years. And then ever since 2019, runners up, prelim, 10th, semis, finals. 
Yeah. So, like, their worst finish is 10th. That, they, that group of players changed the attitude from maybe finals to, no, no, the expectation is absolutely finals every year. Absolutely. And they backed it up. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.